It has never been done, but not for lack of trying. God's word has never been defeated. Satan has harnessed his brightest disciples and even he himself, and all they have to show for their billions of attempts to defrock the holy book is one dismal failure after another. Zero victories. Zero. They must justify their sin behind the fake veil of requiring proof, shouting, prove it, prove it. They demand proof of the God of the Bible, certain or at least hoping nobody can get it done. Jesus Christ describes their condition in John three eighteen through 21. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation. The light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. Jesus didn't get it wrong. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again, as Jesus says in John 3, 3? Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Be assured, you are not here today by accident. Today is your time, and you may never pass this way again. You are presently in the place Joel 3.14 calls the Valley of Decision. Multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the Valley of Decision. Today your eternal soul is in your very own hands. In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt, and if you follow from your heart, Everything changes for you today. Today, all your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken. Today, you will become a son or daughter of God. You will become a new creature. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things become new. Here is the simple prompt I promised. Remember, your soul is in your hand. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, 1 Peter chapter 2, 6-8. through 8, Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they are appointed. God said, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. 
God said, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 7 through 12, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Man said, Where is your Jesus? Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature number 1108 that will once again certify the marvelous supernatural inerrancy of God's beautiful book, the Holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio and stand to defend the gospel of Jesus Christ and to establish the certainty of God's word beyond any reasonable doubt, leaving only the unreasonable. Let your faith abound. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, these features grow by one. Thank you for visiting. The world is headed for extremely trying times. Isaiah, Isaiah 8, 11 through 13 is for us. For the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, Say ye not a confederacy to all them to whom this people shall say a confederacy. Neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. This carnal and fallen world regularly trips over Jesus and are oblivious to their tripping. Isaiah, the great prophet of the Hebrews, speaks of the sin of Israel and writes in chapter 59, verse 10, We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. They learn to call good evil and evil good. They learn to call the light darkness and darkness light. They stumbled at noonday. Today's world repeats in the same spirit of delusion. They are blind, but think they see. They are deaf, but think they hear. They think themselves as the enlightened, the erudite, when they sit in darkness and ignorance. They are totally upside down, yet they think of themselves as right side up. Second Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12 speaks of the world's spiritual condition just prior to its end. Again, it reads, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. 
that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But for a remnant, there is still hope. The good news for the lost upside-downers is that we know exactly where they are and exactly what their problem is. All who are born again were once in the same condition and thought the same empty and dead-ended thoughts. Today the lifeline is extended, but most will reject. Thus the words of Jesus, and few there be that find it. Matthew seven fourteen. The world's great academics are daily, and I mean daily, tripping over Jesus, but they know not at what they stumble. Certainly this classic ignorance is a lack of schooling as in Sunday schooling. It is so glaringly obvious to the bloodbot. Note that when the wisest among them arrives at their eureka moment, they would clearly see, if they were not blind, that the least amongst us by the world's standards are already there with banners unfurled. These are the last days, and the world stumbles because of the spirit of strong delusion, the result of refusing to retain God and their knowledge which grips the world. Romans one twenty eight Thessalonians chapter two verse eleven. Wouldn't you know that this Jesus Christ is known as the stone of stumbling? First Peter two six through eight. Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. The examples that follow will demonstrate the carnal scholar's inability to connect the simplest of dots which easily confirm that God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, Hebrews eleven six. As a result of light traveling billions of years from distant stars, science has concluded that light is immortal. In Sunday school, children learn 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. They also learn that God is from everlasting to everlasting, in other words, immortal. Science now understands that energy creates matter, and that energy comes in the form of photons, capsules of light from the sun. God once again is light, and he created all things by Jesus Christ, the light of the world. John 8, verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Energy creates matter, and all the children in the Sunday school know it is so. Because of concepts such as quantum consciousness, some scientists of renown now predict that it will soon be proven that knowledge and understanding actually creates energy, which in turn creates matter. Certainly the students of the Scriptures know that God is light and that God is the Word. Note that the Word precedes the light in the following verses. Genesis 1-3, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. 
Psalms 119.130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Psalms 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. They constantly trip over Jesus. Keep in mind, his name is the word of God. While still dealing in light, consider what Dr. Michael Gillen, author of Believing is Seeing, has to say on the subject. By the way, Dr. Gillen is one scientist of renown that went to Sunday school, and he is not tripping over Jesus. From Believing is Seeing, light exists in a timeless world. Special relativity also says that time is elastic. As you speed up, say, aboard Elon Musk's starship headed for Mars, your sense of time automatically slows. Your heart rate slows. Your aging slows. This raises a very interesting question. Hypothetically speaking, what if you achieved the impossible and reached the speed of light? What would happen to your sense of time? Answer? It would slow to a dead stop, at which point you would become a timeless being. Time would cease to exist. There'd be no past, no future, only an eternal now. In Sunday school, we learn that God is light, therefore he is the speed of light, and he is immortal, the I am that I am. In eternity, the born again will be one with the Father, and that's a very big deal. Listen as Jesus makes this request to the Father on our behalf, John seventeen seventeen through 24. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one. As thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou gavest me I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. The redeemed will soon be one with the Father and eternal light sources. Matthew thirteen forty three. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun, and the kingdom of their Father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. How glorious is Colossians 1, 12, and 13, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. When we see Jesus with all his glory restored, and glory is light, we shall be like him, and the Son is ashamed in his presence." How about Revelation 22, 4 and 5? And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. 
we will be immortal, shining in the glory of the Lord. And yes, it is literal. One last verse, Second Thessalonians 2.8, And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. More concerning time. They continually trip over the book. And because they are unschooled in the word of God, they know not at what they stumble. In Sunday school, we learn Revelation 10, 5, and 6. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and all the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer." The timeless God created time, and soon time will end for man, and eternity will begin. Eternity good or eternity bad, that's a decision you make. Many mock the concept of time ending, but not today's science. Consider these few excerpts from God said, man said, time shall be no more. In Discover Magazine, the March 2009 issue, several interesting speculations concerning time are offered from the field of scientific theory. The excerpts cited below are from the Discover article titled, 20 Things You Didn't Know About Time. Some speculative new physics theories suggest that time emerges from a more fundamental and timeless reality. Again from Discover. Time has not been around forever. Most scientists believe it was created, along with the rest of the universe, in the Big Bang 13.7 billion years ago, end of quote. A beginning of time? Yes. A 13.7 billion year old Big Bang? Of course not. Will there be an end of time even as God's Word declares? The final excerpt from Discover suggests so. There may be an end of time. Three Spanish scientists posit that the observed acceleration of the expanding cosmos is an illusion caused by the slowing of time. According to their math, time may eventually stop, at which point everything will come to a standstill. End of quote. Time for Earth and all its inhabitants is running out, and choices are being made at this moment on this website. Where will you spend eternity? End of quote. Where is the God of the Bible, and where is his Christ? Prove it, prove it, they shout. So foolish and blind, yet they suppose they are wise and can see. All day long, man interfaces directly with God. Job 27, verse 3. All the while my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. We breathe God, and God is also light, so we see him all the time, too. Where is the God of the Bible and his Christ? God and his Christ are everywhere. Even your birth date and death date revolve around Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. The world's dates, uh, the world dates all events as B.C., which stands for before Christ, and A.D. from the Latin Anno Domini, translation, in the year of our Lord. Concerning dating, consider these interesting excerpts found in John Hudson Tyner's book, Exploring the World of Mathematics. A time-measuring system has to have a starting point. The day is measured from midnight. 
Years are measured from midnight on January 1. Longer periods of time are given as A.D. or B.C. These are references to the birth of Jesus Christ. Until about the 1500s, people counted years based on the king who ruled at the time. For instance, the Bible in the Gospel of Luke describes the year uh, the year John the Baptist began preaching as the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Luke chapter 3, verse 1. Counting years by different kings can be confusing. The 15th year of the reign of the king of one country might be entirely different from the reign of the king of another country. The new Gregorian calendar also officially changed how years were numbered. Jesus was called the king of kings. People began measuring the years from the date they thought Jesus had been born. Years after his birth are designated A.D. The letters are from Anno Domini, meaning the year of our Lord. Years before his birth are given the letters B.C., which means before Christ, end of quote. All things once dated by the reign of kings are now dated B.C. and A.D., and it's only fitting, for Jesus Christ, our Creator, is the King of kings and Lord of lords. They are always tripping over Jesus, yet they know not at what they stumble. Until just recently, science mocked the Bible's position that the mind lives on after the brain is dead and buried, but no more. As a result of thousands of near-death experiences, NDEs, that speak of consciousness after the patient has been declared brain dead, and as a result of a new understanding of quantum consciousness, it is now being theorized that the mind could indeed live on after brain death. All Sunday school students have, of course, always known this to be true. Consider the interaction between Abraham, the rich man, and Lazarus in Luke sixteen nineteen through 26. Keep in mind that the rich man's eyes, tongue, brain, and other organs had already been buried in the rich man's grave, and Abraham's body and brain had been interred in the cave of Machpelah, yet both of them fully functioned long after death. There was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died, and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so the day which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. These are the last days, and the tripping over Jesus will only accelerate. Because of their lack of schooling, they will know not at what they stumble. A spirit of strong delusion possesses the carnal mind at large. 
Everywhere we look, we find Jesus, but Satan has blinded their eyes. If you are not yet born again, click on the further with Jesus now, and surely he will open your blinded eyes immediately. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, 1 Peter 2, 6 through 8, Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. God said, 1 John 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God said, 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned, who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Man said, Where is your Jesus? Now you have the record.